0: on the people who follow Me. When their prayers are not prayed correctly, and when high buildings spread in every place, when people swear in the name of Allah a lot about everything without fulfilling their oath, people curse each other a lot, bribery and adultery prevails, people neglect the hereafter, in order to buy the luxuries of this world in exchange for the hereafter. So people become materialistic. The Prophet ﷺ said, فَإِذَا رَئِيْتَ ذَلِكَ najah. If you see this happening in your time, then seek refuge, seek refuge. Find a solution to get away from all of this. It's not an easy solution. But you need to stay away from all this. In one other hadith, a man said, Ya رَسُولَ what is seeking refuge? How do I seek protection? What do you mean by that? And Rasulullah Sallallahu gave an expression like this. He said, by adhering to your house and keeping your mouth shut and hold your tongue and hand from doing unlawful until death comes to you. There's going to come a time even worse than this one, brothers and sisters, where a person becomes so confused about what is happening in the world, so deluded by everything that they see and hear, That they're not going to know what to do and where to go, who to stand with. Except to stay away from things, even if they mean sitting at home, abstaining from all of this because there's not much they can do anymore. They want to do good, but where do they go? They want to avoid the bad, but it's all the way, all around. I heard a lot of young people say to me now, why does Islam say everything is haram, haram, haram? This is not true. Islam does not say everything is haram. But when there's so much haram around us and corruption, Islam looks like it's forbidden everything. The hadith of the Prophet ﷺ, all these hadiths can be found in Sahih Muslim and Bukhari, Tirmidhi, Abu Dawood. These are called the six books of hadith, Numaja and Nisa'i. The Prophet ﷺ is telling us, prayers are not prayed correctly. People pray without really meaning to pray anymore. Their five daily salat are done in a hurry, in a rush, with neglect. Uh, No importance is taken to them. If money comes in the way, the prayer is lost. The prayer is delayed. If a boy wants to meet a girl, to chat her up, and it's time for salat, he'll ignore the salat. If there is something of worldly benefit to them, The Salat becomes the last thing on their mind. One brother said to me once, Brother, I don't pray Jumu'ah because I work. Said, have you tried to seek time off? He said, no, because Islam says to me that I have to look after my family. The response to that is obvious. If it wasn't for Allah providing you with this family, you wouldn't have a family aslan in the beginning. When you turn away from Allah and become ungrateful to Him and rely on other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah describes this type of family like the family of the spider in the Qur'an. It falls apart. It's not stable. Then he said, high buildings are spread everywhere. This hadith also comes in a different manner. When Jibreel once entered, he sat as a man. And Umar ibn al-Khattab says, we saw this man enter one time. And the Prophet was sitting with us in the masjid. And this man who entered, he had a very black beard with very black hair and a very white thaw, clothing. He did not look like he was traveling because you couldn't see any dust on his clothing and none of us knew him. So who was this man? They didn't have airplanes in those days and cars to travel very quickly. And he sat to the Prophet ﷺ very respectfully. He asked him several questions. And the last of the questions he asked him was this, مَتَى Saa when is the last hour? And at every time he would say to him, You are truthful, you are truthful. They thought, How come he's asking him questions and saying that you he is truthful when he's the questioner? And then he's telling him that you've said the truth. As though he is testing him. In the end he said, When is the last hour going to come? When's the world going to end? And he said, The questioner who is asking me, or the person you are asking, is no more knowledgeable about its hour, about its time than the questioner. Meaning you and I don't know. I don't know any better than you. So we asked him what are its signs, some of its signs, when it comes close. And he mentioned two things, very important. Antalid al When the mother, servant of Allah, is one meaning, it's probably the most likely meaning. When the mother gives birth to a daughter or son, And this daughter becomes like a boss, a master over her, as if her mother is her slave. In another hadith, Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, I am Bibi Fazila. I live in Bushy, Watford. I'm retired. I used to work in Watford General Hospital. When the son, the boy's son, he chooses his friend closer and distances his father away. This time wasn't never existed in their days even among the christians and the jews this didn't exist it was a time that was very unusual to the people <laughs> that the mother will give birth to her daughter who when she grows up she acts like she's the master and boss over her own mother and their parents in other words <laughs> and you will see the destitute barefooted bedouins they will be building very high towers in the sky, skyscrapers. Today we see this. Many signs of this everywhere. The Bedouins are actually today in the Emirates, places like the Qatar. Now they're actually competing in this. يتطاولون فِي الْبُنْيَانِ Means that they will be competing in making high towers. Who will make the higher tower than the other person? So materialism and... Uh, Technology becomes the main motive of people in competing for. And if you look at society today, you will see that when people say we are an advanced society, we don't live in the caves anymore, what they're trying to tell us is that now we are more intelligent. With what? What are we more advanced in? Rasul said, الْبُنْيَانِ They'll be competing about who can make the highest buildings, high rises. Meaning they'll compete with their technology with their sophisticated engineering and building. What is so special about an advanced society who knows how to build machines or buildings or send satellites into space or build rockets or build atom bombs? The only thing I can think about is to kill people, to destroy the poor, to show off in worldly possessions for mere greed and power the way that Iblis used to show to Adam when he said I am better than him, you created him from fire and you created him from soil, and I will lead all of them astray and make them go into hellfire with me. Same thing. So we'll be competing with technology. But as for modesty, as for character, as for trust, as for family, as for worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as for uh, justice, as for leadership in justice looking after people, as for... You know, the uh, value of human life, of children looking after the orphans, the poor, the needy, the destitute, all of this will be lost. No one will be thinking about it. In fact, let me tell you something. In America, they make $50 billion on pharmaceutical products, on medicine alone. $50 billion on medicine. What does this mean? What is happening to the world? $50 billion annually of profit on medicine. These are people who are getting ill and sick. Are people getting more sicker and ill? Are there people pumping in these diseases? Are are people denying medicine to these people? Why are they making the medicine so extremely expensive? Innocent people are being killed because medicine is too expensive. People are after capitalism just to make money and more money and to climb high and rise high throughout the world. 70-80% of people are surviving on about 40 cents a day. What is happening to the world we live in? Rasul he told us, people will compete for worldly possessions, for technology and they will say, as though he is saying, society will base its advancement on their technology. Whatever happened to the morals, justice, equity, treatment of others, the rights of others, modesty, this is what values a society. Not how nice you can make things and kill people with it. Rasul Sallallahu said people will swear oath by Allah on false things. So you come to buy and people will use the religion to convince you to buy their product. By swearing by Allah's name it only cost them this much for example. Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi tells us that they will curse Allah. La'an. And Rasul Sallallahu said people will curse their own fathers. They said, Ya Rasulullah, who curses his own the best form of charity is giving water to drink, Prophet Muhammad sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And father said, there will come a time where people will curse, you will curse their father and so they will curse your father in return. So what, what is the meaning of this? It means that people no longer value parenthood. People no longer value the relationships of people with others. They'll wipe them off, they'll curse them, they'll have hatred. People will only think about themselves. Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam tells us that bribery and adultery will, be, will prevail. Prevail. You know what? Prevail means yafsha Meaning it becomes the norm everywhere. And he even said that there will come a time where a person will be walking down the street and they will see a man and a woman committing acts of adultery and fornication before everyone's eyes, not afraid of the criticism. And they will say, well, at least you could have just moved aside so that we can walk past, you know. Just make some room, it's okay what you're doing, it looks cute, but we just want to walk. That's all, you know, keep going. SubhanAllah. This means that modesty and morality dies out completely throughout the world, whether they are in the Muslim lands or the non-Muslim lands. Brothers and sisters, I don't want to talk too much about what is happening there. But if you do your research, you will find that in both worlds, I don't want to name countries so that I don't fa- find, sound racist, but it is happening double, triple. Tourists go from Western countries to these particular countries in order to have a great time with their lust, temptations, alcohol and so on and so forth. It's happening. Adultery becomes so prevailed that husband and wife divide and they divorce and children become, you know, to sort of live on their own and morality is gone because they cannot control their lusts and people will be afraid of getting married because they don't want to commit. They cannot control their desires. The man still wants to sleep around, the woman wants to sleep around. Nowadays, it's very difficult to find someone to identify you as a husband and wife. They say partner, is this your partner? People are afraid to say husband and wife, why? Because hardly anyone wants to get married anymore. They say partner, oh, we respect the fact that you don't want to get married and commit and value that partner. People neglect the hereafter, in order to buy commodity from this world. They sell the hereafter for this world. And this is when a person neglects their worship, neglects the hereafter, and they focus on what they can see only in this world. Their clothing becomes extravagant. Their food, they live to eat. Their coffee, they live to drink coffee. They love to display themselves with their ornaments only to show off their beauty to the people whom they're not meant to show it off to. Yani the men and the women, they begin to display themselves in front of the opposite gender and forget about their wives and their husbands whom they should be sharing this beauty with. And the Prophet ﷺ said, I saw in hellfire. Brothers and sisters, I'm just quoting the facts. I'm not trying to put anything on anyone just the facts of what the Prophet ﷺ said and Prophet ﷺ, when he spoke, he spoke out of sorrow and sadness about the future of what will happen to his Ummah because when he was in his last breath, Rasul said to his Ummah, please, I have left you on the clear white page, its day, its night is as clear as its day, do not swerve away from it. And he recited the last verse, today I have perfected your religion for you and completed my favour upon you and am pleased with Islam's submission to God as your religion. And Rasulullah said, Oh Allah bear witness I have informed. I have informed. He was sad. What is he saying? I saw in Hellfire a group of women, for example, whom I've never seen the likes of before. Meaning of the future. They are dressed but undressed. They walk in a seductive manner. Ma'ilatim Mumilat. And they do fashions upon their heads in order to in a type that attracts attention. Rasulullah told us this is something of the future. He's never seen the likes of before, not among the Romans, the Byzantines of his time. He did not see them among the Persians of his time. He did not see them among the Mushrikeen of his time or among the Muslims of his time. This is something which the humans begin to do at large, Muslim, non Muslim. And he said, Among my ummah, from my nation, subhanAllah. And how often do we find young people imitating and copying? Who? Celebrities. Where Rasul ﷺ did tell us that there will come a time when upon my ummah they will begin to follow them step by step, foot by foot, that if they were to enter the hole of a lizard, they will follow them. حَتَّى وَلَوْ دَخَلُوا جحر They said, O messenger of Allah, do you mean that we will be following step by step the customs and traditions and morals of the Christians and Jews of that time? He said, Yes. Who else? The Romans will be the largest in number and power and influence. This is a hadith from the Prophet. You find it in Sahih Muslim that the Romans, the Romans in those days used to call them Ar-Rum. Ar-Rum, you know. a good amount of info on them. Welcome to another episode of FT Facts, guys. My name is Leroy Kenton, and this episode was requested by Wasim Wazir. Thanks for this topic request. And honestly, researching for this video was really intense, but you asked for it, so I had to do it. So get ready for another eye-opening and interesting episode. Now, you're going to get familiar with 10 major and some minor signs and prophecies in Islam, whether you're Muslim or not. So let's jump into this. At number 10, we have Dajjal, the appearance of the Antichrist called Dajjal is a big one. However, Dajjal is not actually mentioned in the Quran, only in the Hadith. Apparently, he will be a Jew that's born in Iran to parents who have not had any children